Welcome to Badger Tough Inside the Circle. I'm your host, Craig Picorni, here with Hall of Fame head coach, Alan Picorni. Another week of Bennington Wrestling, a little bit more competition this week. As we said last week, things are really ramping up this this time of the season, and we got, I think you said nine competitions in ten days at one point last week, you mentioned. So yeah. starting with Thursday, two events, and, and then yes, nine competitions Totally over 10 days. So it's super busy. As always, you can uh, shoot us any questions you want, either over Twitter or email, or just give us a, a text or however you want. If you want something answered on the show, we'll, we'll give that update. Um, we'll go through a quick recap of anything on the week, uh, recap the competitions, and then give a, 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 I guess, preview of the upcoming week here before we wrap things up. Um, so I guess we'll start off with our new segment, you could call it, with the weekly COVID update. Well, the good news is there's nothing really to to report. Nobody's uh, that I'm aware of has any has tested positive for anything, and so uh, that's that's always great news. No quarantine, so short and sweet. I guess that is it. You know, since there's no wrestlers that are. They're out. We do for that. I do it. We did have one that's been out sick with flu-like type of symptoms, throwing up and and uh, been to the doctor and some antibiotics. But other than that, that's been about it. All right. I guess we roll into uh, the competitions starting with Thursday. Have down the Lincoln Southeast Miller South Triangulars because in a little different format, we had the varsity at Lincoln Southeast. And the JV at Miller South, so split triangulars there. Um, I don't know if you want to start with JV or varsity on this one. Um, doesn't really matter, I guess. Vars- we can go with varsity. Uh, you know, the uh, Lincoln Southeast was the first duel. Um, just trying to pull up some rankings here in case I need a, to look at it. But uh, it wasn't quite prepared. Well, I guess something I, could... I thought of before, but anyhow, it went pretty well that duel. Uh, you know, Lincoln Southeast, uh, we end up winning sixty six twelve. Without rankings off the top of my head, I think they had they did have a pretty tough guy at eighty two and ninety five. I think the ninety five pounder might have been rated um, in Class A. Uh, yeah, let's see if I can get that here. Or, or if you beat me to that. Well, uh, <clears throat> looking at Class A, so you're talking about Lincoln Southeast duel? Yes. So, not by Husker Mad. I gotta look at any wrestle. Any wrestle usually has oh, something okay. deeper. I. Well, anyhow, so, um, but uh, there were some things I noticed uh, with the Lincoln Southeast. Uh, you know, one thing that really kind of hurt their team was uh, he had told me before that they had five wrestlers that uh, before the season even opted out that were returning varsity guys. and um, So that, that hurts a team. And so they look pretty inexperienced. and um, But they do do a lot of little things I noticed throughout the, the duel that was was good. A lot of little things that, uh, uh, that they were doing to – you know, hand fighting type of things, and uh, that you normally don't notice as a fan, and um, positioning type of things that uh, 
you know, they're getting in good position. So made us really work and earn it. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, and once they uh, get some more experience, because um, they had a lot of younger guys out there, uh, you know, so that that means they probably have good coaching with those little things. So they're, they're going to be, you know, a team that, that could be tough sometime. But uh, right now Lincoln East is pretty much taking all the Lincoln kids uh, that are good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I could see them as a team that uh, makes us earn what we're doing, and um, you know, so it's it's a good uh, good duel to have. Uh, so, and they, yeah, the eighty five and uh, or eighty two and ninety five both were rated wrestlers uh, for by any wrestle. Uh, looks like eighty two. They got on number four. And ninety five, they got them number six. So okay, yeah. so it's kind of what I thought, and the way they wrestled too, and and uh, uh, we lost one, and Luke got a win over the other one, so uh, that went well. Um, so I don't, know, I get, don't really have much more on that one. Uh, and now as we get into the uh, one of Millard South, that's a little more. Exciting, I guess. <laughs> Millard South ranked number 14 in the country. At least that's what uh, uh, their head coach had told me uh, while we were out there. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, and they they look like it, uh, obviously. But uh, um, some good matches out there. Uh, you know, Caden had a uh, kid ranked, I believe, three by Husker Matt or something like that. Uh, uh, Miles Anderson, uh, very good wrestler. Uh, some, I thought he wrestled pretty well. The scores, my opinion, is a lot worse than the match really went. He lost nine to two, but uh, uh, there's two, two different takedowns that are just I don't know. I I don't know how you could even come close to calling that. And uh, so, uh, kind of a new official that uh, struggled a little bit and it was too bad that he can't find a, a varsity official. Um, you know, for uh, when you bring in a quality team like Miller South, and um, you know, and I don't know the situation out there in Lincoln, but uh, um, you know, we officials we do need them, and we need some within experience to get the experience to get better. And and I've seen officials that uh, you know didn't look good in the beginning of their careers, and by the time you know you get around five, ten years, they're pretty darn good officials. But and maybe this guy will be someday, but. He's got some work to do, but uh, anyhow, I mean that's that didn't change the outcome of that match. But uh, it, you know, you certainly would have uh, liked to have been closer. And, and you don't know, maybe it does. Maybe a closer match. Maybe we have a chance to to get a takedown here or there, or, or change it. And in fact, one of the takedowns he gave to, to Miles was I thought that we were uh, in better position. And when he signaled two, I thought he was at first. I thought he was giving it to us until. He saw his hand, he raised his hand, and uh, so it's kind of strange when you think you're getting the takedown, the other guy gets it. But uh, uh, not to dwell on that, I guess, much more. But uh, um, you know, we we saw ranked wrestlers about every match. It seemed like uh, you know, Kale had a good win over uh, you know, a pin over one of their kids who's kind of in and out of the rankings. Depends on who you're talking about, uh, Connor Rotonia. As a Division One recruit, uh, Caleb Coyle, Caden's uh, brother, but and uh, yeah, I was pleased how Connor wrestled. He didn't get pinned, um, you know, and you know, wrestling a Division One guy like that, and 
you know, and really didn't have a chance to score much, but uh, uh, many opportunities there. But uh, Connor went out there and battled and didn't back down. And even though he couldn't get anything, uh, you know, he, he went out there and tried. And, and, and that's the same with a lot of our guys. And, you know, Braxton had Connor Kanopic too, and same, similar situation where, um, you know, we're, we're just experience-wise, they're just way ahead of us. Uh, you know, you got some older guys against our freshmen, sophomores, and, um, you know, Caleb and, Kano- and Connor Kanopic both, uh, uh, you know, being upperclassmen and, and seniors, and they're, you know, against uh, some of our young guys. It's just a mismatch, and but uh, the thing was, I uh, you know, I saw him battle and try hard and and uh, didn't back down. Um, then we can go up. A.J. had a good match over uh, Aiden Robertson, a ranked wrestler uh, for Miller South, and got a nice win, 6-4. to four, And I think he gave up a late reversal or something that, uh, uh, you know, made it a little closer, but uh, did a good job there. Yeah. So you just kind of go through the lineup here. You know, you don't need to go on every single match. But, uh, um, you know, I thought once we got down to uh, Luke McDonald, that was kind of the feature match of the, the duel if there was one where, um, not, you know, Connor Hoy from Millard South was rated number one. And uh, there's a lot of talk about Luke and, and the guys he's got to wrestle this these next uh, few days. And, um, you know, and uh, so uh, – this is a, a pretty big match, um, and Luke did a nice job and got a five to two win uh, over uh, Connor Hoy from Millard South. And um, so uh, uh, that was good. Um, then the next big match, uh, our big win we had was Jake Steyer uh, over the number three rated wrestler, uh, three to two decision. Um, Jake got a takedown, actually a nice little lateral uh, to his back, and and uh, gave the takedown. But then they called him out of bounds, and that's uh, that was another uh, questionable call because his uh, Miller South's back was in bounds, um, and uh, should have been allowed to continue to, to get the pin. And official thought he stepped out. I didn't uh, question that because there's probably just a few seconds. I think there's like four seconds or five seconds left in the match, and. And why give the guy a little breather and, and maybe get get an escape because he was pretty tired, uh, the Miller South kid. And so uh, give him a little break, and then maybe he gets enough energy to get an escape, and now we're going overtime. So I figured we could ride him out, and it wasn't worth uh, uh, discussing until after the match. I asked him about that, and uh, he felt he stepped out. Um, but whether we step out or not doesn't matter if the guy's on his back inbounds and because that's his supporting points and that's you know but it, it didn't really matter it wasn't going to change the duel any you know maybe give us a few more points but uh, it wouldn't change the outcome of the duel and outcome of the match either at, at that point what so uh, overall i mean it i know 52 to 14 looks bad and it, it it's nothing to be happy about but uh, uh, we can be happy about how the kids uh, competed, and and that's what I was pleased. Uh, I don't think anybody in the state of Nebraska has wrestled Miller South this close yet. In fact, I'm sure they haven't. Uh, I think Columbus was – they haven't had a lot of duels in Nebraska yet, but uh, Columbus uh, was one of them that uh, um, I think one of the closest before that, and and uh, they gave up over 60 points. And, 
And uh, Miller South also wrestled Hastings earlier in the year, and I think they beat them like 72 or something to zero. And so, um, you know, we uh, we went out there and we won um, four matches. And, uh, you know, against a quality team like that, uh, shoot, I don't know if Liberty, Missouri, who's ranked nationally, even won that many matches. Or they won that many matches, but not many more. And they might have won five mm -hmm. or uh, I guess we could look that up real quick if you you want to do. But uh, so we, I thought we wrestled, uh, you know, uh, without fear, and and uh, um, hopefully the guys can learn from this. And what you learn from this is when you wrestle tough competition, it, it just helps you get better. It sharpens your skills, and um, it also shows a lot of your uh, weak areas and weaknesses you need to work on, and um, you know, so it gives us things to fix, and and also something else it just. Uh, you know shows the intensity it takes to be at that level and hopefully raises our in intensity then too so about all i really got on on this um you know you anything you going to add to this or are you want to jump right into your the jv part um <clears throat> i don't think there's much to add you know uh try to watch as much as we could on the bus ride home from the jv side um so i was able to catch uh, Luke's match and and uh, and Jake's, but you know it's kind of blurry and bumpy from that way zoomed out view. So nothing really on that. Um, as far as the JVs go, I mean it seems like these J the JV matches they're flying one after the other after the other after the other, and you know we get enough time to coach and not you know enough time right after the match to say something to the guy, and then we're on to the next match, especially on Thursday. Um, <clears throat> I thought, you know, I guess more of an overall thoughts on it rather than specifics. Um, you know, we had a bunch of guys, uh, that just kind of looked a little bit rusty. Um, you could tell they hadn't wrestled since the beginning of December, you know, other than practice so that, you know, that intensity, the, the real match intensity of competition is, is drastically more than, you know, even live matches in practice. So if you haven't done that very much and especially with a lot of the jvs being underclassmen freshmen they're going to be you know you don't have that that high school intensity it's uh takes a little it takes competitions to get used to it so you could kind of tell in the dual or in the triangular that there was you know that i don't even know if it was rust but or just lack of live you know real competition matches that uh you know it, you could just tell but um there you know there are a couple Bright spots, a couple guys won both their matches. Um, <clears throat> I thought Kale Kaufman looked really good from, you know, for being a young guy. Um, and then there was, uh, he won both his matches. The other one, uh, you know, I, I think call, I'd call out and, and even, um, you know, leading more into to Saturday. Um, let's see here. Joey won both his matches, Joey Matlin. And um, one of them was in in the you know double overtime tiebreakers where you know he they he went down got his escape and the other guy went down and his opponent had gotten an escape uh, earlier in the match so uh, he basically just rode him out hip pressure drill something we do every day but it was like the epitome of the hip pressure drill and you know did it to a t just kept driving him and the guy could never get the his weight off his hands and he's able to ride him out the whole time and win there and not have to go probably do it again 
uh, in the ultimate tiebreaker. But I think that was kind of, it seemed like that was a little spark in his, how he's, you know, wrestling on top. And I think it carried over a lot in a Saturday. So we can probably touch on that, you know, when we talk about the Waverly JV then, but yeah, that's about all from the, from the triangular there. So, and one thing with that triangular, just, uh, maybe it's different philosophies or different uh, ways of, you know, with class A schools. Uh, they seem when they were lining them up, we put all our kids in there that aren't varsity is considered JV. Uh, we don't have a freshman team technically, even though we're going to a freshman event tomorrow. But, um, and I noticed they were putting basically a lineup of 14 wrestlers. It'd be like us sending our first team JV. Uh, so they may have, left out some of the inexperienced kids where we put in our inexperienced kids too to get matches and get mad time. So that might have skewed things a little bit in some cases. But well, yeah, you could definitely see it in some of their, some of like Millard South JVs were like, man, you could be varsity on a lot of lineups. So yeah, especially if you're behind some of those nationally rated guys, you know, those are some good wrestlers sitting there on JV. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and probably their freshmen didn't go at all. And so that's, <laughs> That's a difference there, but um, so anything else exciting there? Nope, not really. On it was a relatively quick evening. I think about an hour and a half, not not quite an hour and a half, and a lot of wrestling. Forty five matches total, or something like that, and in and out, and went home. <laughs> All right. Well, um, guess the EMC dual tournament uh, on Friday. Uh, you know, we started off with Elkhorn North and, and, uh, um, that was, uh, went pretty well, I guess, 77 to zero. Hey, it can't get a lot better than that. It can, but it's not a lot. Uh, uh, kids overall wrestled well. Um, you know, Elkhorn North is a, a brand new school, uh, but they do have some kids at some experience. Their, uh, 106 pounder was, uh, you know, he's getting consideration for ratings, and I think in uh, any wrestle, he's rated number 10 because um, they rate down to 10 places rather well, than they, six. Is they the got end. new rankings up, but he's up to eight now. <clears throat> he's up to eight, so he's, you know, he's not a bad wrestler, and Caden and had no trouble with him at all. And, um, and that was probably their best wrestler on their team, but, uh, um, you know, so uh, we start off real well. Um, then we had Waverly, and and uh, Waver is actually in the rankings in some ratings, and uh, I know the NSWCA ratings, they're number 10. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, so they're, they're a decent team, um, and they got some good kids in there. They got some real good young kids, and then they got some, uh, you know, the like Kenoyer and, and Brown who are, uh, you know, a senior and a junior. So got some guys that's, They've been around a while, but um, they do have some freshmen and lighter weights that are, are pretty good. And I remember uh, beginning of the season that uh, their coach really thought that there's two or three of those young kids down there who could contend for state medals. So, um, you know, they're, they're a solid team. And um, we end up winning that one 52 to 18. And, and really, we could have, uh, it, it could have easily been 56 or 58, somewhere around there to, uh, to 12 um, because we had one situation where we were winning pretty easily. I think we were up by 10 and we got reversed to our back and and uh, and pinned and 
Um, you know, and if that doesn't happen, don't get caught like that. Uh, you know, we win pretty easily, but uh, uh, so it was a real big win for us uh, against a solid team. So real pleased to see that. Um, you know, and I, I thought as far as everything went, wrestlers wrestled well. Um, uh, you know, we had one situation too where I thought we'd get a win, we didn't, and that uh, it was Connor Ratonia had a. He had one of those freshmen that, that they talked about was pretty tough. And and uh, just, you know, one of those, he was, uh, he kind of got caught in a takedown to his back. He, you know, I don't know if he took a shot or what or fake and just uh, kind of slipped and, and the guy ran him over and, and uh, um, you know, and that normally doesn't happen. And, and he ends up getting caught in pin too there. So uh, I guess I don't, maybe we need to start working on getting off our backs. Uh, but, uh uh, you know, because those situations where you're winning, uh, I mean, shoot, there's two matches there. I mean, and, and that, in uh, Connor's situation, I, I think they were, uh, Connor was ahead by two is all, but still, uh, uh, you give up, uh, and he didn't get pinned, actually. Yeah, he got taken down and given a back points, and he ended up losing by two. So, uh, you know, if he doesn't slip or anything like that, he's probably going to win by two points. So, uh, again, that makes the score even more uh, different, If you know, much bigger win if, if that would happen. So, uh, even though we made a couple mistakes like that, and, and those things, yeah, in, in 52 to 18 win don't really bother you much, but, boy, if you have a close duel, it sure does and make a huge difference. And so we can't have those things happening even in the, the easy duels or, or easy wins. Um I'm not saying Waver is an easy duel because they're not. I I think they're, uh, you know, a a very solid team. We just match up well against them. Um, And uh, to show how solid of a team are, they they actually tied Blair. So uh, 39-39 and end up losing by tiebreaker criteria. But uh, so Waverly is not a bad team. We just match up real well. And and, uh, outside of a, a couple... Uh, situations where uh, made some mistakes that cost us a match, and you know, and, and if you slip, you slip. Nothing you do about that. That yeah, that's one of those things. But yeah, just got to recover. Um, so uh, you know, real good duel there. I'm trying to think if there's any exciting things that went on in that match outside of what I'd mentioned. Um, I guess uh, Luke had another rated wrestler that White Fanning from Waverly is ranked in Class B, so uh, that was a good win. And um, you know, I know he's frustrated with the, being five to two, and, and uh, you know, you get a good wrestler that's, that's rated. If you if you don't wrestle with your best technique, they're not going to be solid. And and I didn't think Luke had a good weekend or uh, a good day. I guess maybe not weekend, but a day on, on his technique. So. Um, you know, I've seen him in practice doing better on his technique, but uh, it seemed like uh, Friday kind of forgot about that. So, but uh, still won, so that was good. Um, you know, and other than that, that that's really any of the matches that uh, were exciting there. Um, let's see. Next up, Ilkor. Try and get back to the brackets. There we go. Elkhorn, yeah, that and that one. Um, you know, Elkhorn, uh, 
and Elkhorn North used to be all one team last year, and then they split into two this year. So, uh, 66 to 16, uh, we won. Uh, you know, they're an improved team. They're improving as they go. They got some young kids coming in that are pretty good. Uh, so they're they're kind of building. Um, let's see what uh, trying to remember which it was. Uh, that the 160 is is a freshman, Mason Villwalk. He's he's pretty darn tough. He's he's good. Um, you know, and so, uh, we end up not winning that one. And, and actually I think Blaine got a little bit injured during that match, but, uh, um, or no, maybe it was the one before. No, he said it was this one. Yeah. It was this Elkhorn one where he kind of got a little bit of an injury and I don't know how that's going to affect him going forward. I hope, hope it's okay. And we'll find out more Monday, but, um, he, he finished the tournament at least and, uh, and actually had a great win in his next duel. So, uh, so anyhow, um, let's see. Another big win we had was at 152. Connor Breck over uh, Sean Stara. Stara was a state qualifier last year, uh, so that was a huge win and and really dominated the match and pinned him fairly quickly. And so, so uh, and it wasn't one of those things where he got lucky and caught him. He he took him down with a good move and he. He put an arm bar in, and, you know, he ran it over like he should, and, uh, you know, just good solid technique and, and got a good win there. Um, so uh, other than that, uh, you know, we pretty much did what we should do and and, and won pretty big, um, again, 66 to 16. Then uh, next up we had Norris. Um, and uh, Norris, we went out in 54-18. Uh, you know, they're, they're a team that's, uh, you know, they got some good individuals. Uh, you know, 32-pounder's decent, maybe not great, but he's decent, and AJ got a pin there. Um, and uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, well, okay, maybe I, they, I'm just looking at this here. Uh, they may have gotten this wrong on uh, or maybe not I guess uh, just looking at Blaine's match the guy who they uh, you know would have been their state qualifier he's not listed here on on track wrestling so it's as a, a different kid in there so maybe that wasn't their state qualifier that was in there it was ranked I think number six in the state so uh, well it's still a good win no matter what especially being injured um, that's interesting because I don't think that kid was even on their roster that they sent in. But uh, I'm sure he weighed in. Uh, could also be that they just picked the wrong one. So. It, that could be because they did that on one of ours too. <laughs> they got Johnny Williams in there wrestling against Blair. And, uh, I'll have to contact him to fix that. I got it fixed in our stats for our stat book. But, uh, uh, you know, they uh, – uh, they got it wrong in the tournament. Uh, so anyhow, um, otherwise, uh, you know, not a lot of uh, big name matches going on. He, one of their best kids was at 220. Um, I thought Aiden wrestled him, you know, pretty well, seven to three uh, against that Dylan Meyer who got third last year in state, and and uh, um, he was rated number two right now. So um, that's you know that's. A good battle there. He stayed in in the in the match and um, just gotta find a way to get some wins over guys too. But uh, 
So, um, you know, another uh, easy win for our team, um, which, you know, is where we're at right now. We're, we're, we would expect to get those easy wins, but uh, against some of those teams, um, you know, the Norris is, 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 you know, they're a little bit down right now, but they're, they do have, like I said, they had some individuals. And, and really the only tough team we had was probably Waverly and, and, and got a good win there. Uh, then that set us up for the finals with the championship match with Blair. And and uh, um, I guess we'll dive right into that. I'm not going to go match by match, but I may cover a few. And I, I guess I don't think we wrestled our best. Well, you did say in your scouting report you did have them up on you know winning by three on us from your early scouting report. Yeah, well, what yeah the scouting report I had and what they had weighed in and stuff. Uh, uh, looking at it, it, it looked like they uh, they would win by three. So uh, that's what happened. But uh, we had many many opportunities to to get some wins and and some of them it just. Better technique would have won matches. And that that's the disappointing thing is better technique. You know things we, you know like a simple go behind. We drill every single day. I mean every day. That's I mean that's not one of those where we do every other day. Like you know half the moves. And usually our takedowns we rotate takedowns and and uh, wrestling on the mat uh, opposite. You know every other day and and but uh, go behinds is one of those we drill every day and. Um, we missed one of those that would have won a match, and you flip one match, we won the duel. And you win the duel, you win the championship. So uh, that shows how how important it is to uh, wrestle with good, solid technique. And um, you know, and, and when you wrestle against the best, uh, that's when that technique really shows up. And you know, you can beat those other teams pretty easily with with not so good a technique or or individuals who don't have a lot of experience or uh, you're going to beat those and we preach this all the time about uh, uh, you know we want to beat the top 10 percent always or or something like that where you know you always got to stay with the good technique even when you're wrestling an experienced guy and and uh, but sometimes you get you know if you're wrestling the inexperienced wrestlers and and that's why we try to find good solid competition all year long uh, you know, I know there's teams out there that pad their schedule and don't wrestle solid competition throughout the year and got these great records and, and, and stuff like that and look all really good. And then they go to state and, and, uh, you know, and they end up uh, not doing a whole lot there. Um, and a lot of that has to do with, uh, you know, you, you got to week after week challenge yourself push yourselves, wrestle good technique and, and to get in those habits because you, you can get into bad habits and, and when you beat someone time after time with bad technique, you think it's, uh, oh, that's that just works. No, well, you find someone really good and no, it doesn't. <laughs> so, um, and we've been wrestling, you know, we had some good technique. Yeah, obviously we had a good competition. We had, you know, with uh, Miller South and, um, and then at our our dual tournament, uh, we had Lincoln East. I mean, uh, some of the other schools weren't quite as as tough. We had so 
it's been just a weird year. <laughs> Usually we'd have a lot better competition throughout the season. So I don't know if that's hurting us still yet or, or what, but we got to, got to get over that. Um, you know, and, and we're, we're going to start seeing some good, a lot of competition coming up and it's going to be solid. Um, now, you know, let's see, Thursday we'll have Logan Magnolia and they're a very, very tough uh, team in Iowa. They'll give us a lot of, a lot of, Good looks there. We got Plasmith coming up. That'll they have some good individuals and uh, Skyler Invite. There's some good teams there uh, doing. You know things we'll cover yet, but uh, you know going down the line, we got a lot of stuff coming up that'll help with that. So hopefully we can get these fixed by sub districts. It's just uh, again, like I said, just a, a, a really strange year, and we're not getting the normal competition we normally do, and uh, so. Uh, we just got to keep working, but uh, um, trying to look at this here. Uh, I guess the the feature matches really were, um, you know, at one ninety five with Luke and Dex Larson. Uh, you know, Dex Larson's one that is ranked in all class rankings, one of the top six, and and is all and so is Luke, and so end up being a five to three match, close match. Um, Luke just did not wrestle his best. That's all I got to say is just uh, he didn't wrestle with the good technique that got him uh, to state finals last year. And and uh, and part of that is uh, he's just been so dominant all year long. And I, I think he's one of those that kind of got in the, the old habits of, of what he used to do to beat kids when he was young. And, and that's not always good technique. And, um, you know, it's, it's okay to to be a physical brawler and stuff like that but uh, uh you want to beat the elite guys you got to beat them with good technique and um you know that brawling will work along with that technique too you combine the two and and you're you're, you're really tough so um you know and so you never like to take a loss um and you never I'm, I'm not a big fan of saying hey that's going to help him but you know i think it, it might you know and uh i never want to lose to help yourself but uh, sometimes that happens, and you, you got and and finally the uh, the athlete says, "Oh yeah, coach, you're right. You've been what you've been saying all this time." So hopefully that that helps uh, and get that fixed because he's going to see Lu uh, Dex Larson next weekend. So uh, again, at Skyler, uh, so going to have to be ready for that one. Uh, another uh, big match um, uh, at 106. Caden and Jesse Logis and and uh, this one we returned the favor. They got the big win at 95, and we got the big win at 106. So um, really happy with Caden how he's come along. He seemed to be a little tentative early in the year, and and uh, um, you know, and and uh, he, he's got some good things, good solid foundation, uh, you know, from his years of youth wrestling and where he came from, and uh, you know, with the Nebraska boys and all, and and. Uh, but uh, just needed to work on on setups and and some uh, more stuff and uh, mainly top type of wrestling and things like that that uh, uh, will help him uh, along go a long ways and and so we've been working a lot of that especially the setups and and stuff so uh, um, you know hopefully uh, that's all working and he got a good win there uh, five to three over Logis. Uh, and Logis is rated either number two or three in in several polls, and and uh, 
So that was a great win, and it shows that Caden can contend for uh, high medal, and and uh, uh, you know, hopefully, maybe we'll get him down there and win a state t title. Then that'd be pretty nice. But uh, so good win there. Um, we had another you know, two rated wrestlers with Kale and uh, Luke Frost, um, and uh, Kale had no trouble with him and pinned him pretty quickly, actually. So. Uh, um, and we just finished off with a couple couple pins there, uh, you know. And Braxton finished off with a pin, uh, and he's kind of looked a little bit uh, like something wasn't quite right this last two duels. Um, and uh, when I talked to him, he he didn't think he he didn't eat right, um, and, and so hopefully that's something he could learn. You know. We we just we talked to the kids about the proper things you should eat and and when you should eat, uh, especially in dual tournaments and in and regular tournaments and stuff like that to keep your energy throughout the day and and uh, he looked really tired later in the day which kind of unusual for him, uh, but uh, and he felt that that's probably what it was but so hopefully that was a good uh, good for him that he'll learn that but nice for him to to finish off with a pin for the team even though we fell short by three points. Um, and, uh, you know, there, there was at least uh, two matches out there I felt that uh, uh, could have gone either way if we just wrestled better technique. Uh, There's a couple matches I thought that uh, uh, if we'd done a better job, we wouldn't get pinned. And, um, you know, all you do is flip one match and we win the duel. Uh, you take one of those times where you get pinned and just give up decision instead and, then we're tied and going to tiebreaker criteria, and and who knows where from there where that would go. But uh, um, just we just need to be doing a better job with our technique, and that's something we'll be focusing and talking about a lot tomorrow in practice, and and focus on the rest of the season. And hopefully, this is a good learning lesson for our team, and and uh, you know, as coaches too, to making sure that we're really focusing on that with the guys and and uh but again we we've had kind of a weird year and and not seeing the competition we normally see and uh so uh hopefully this uh you know blair and blair's a tough team they they are a very good team so uh you, you know it's nothing to be ashamed of but uh uh it is disappointing when you can't win when you should just in my opinion but even though Scott Report said that, I think we wrestled good enough. We should have won it if we'd done what we should have done. So that kind of it wraps that up, I believe. Uh, oh, there was a few, a uh, couple things, I guess. T take the positive out of this tournament, I guess. I mean, um, you know, there, there's positive things that came out of this. Uh, we, we What I really liked was, um, you know, we just went out and, and uh, were aggressive and, and scoring a lot of points and uh, not just uh, match points, but uh, pinning points and, and uh, bonus points and stuff like that. You know, so uh, we racked up a lot of points. Um, and then a lot of the statistics that the tournaments have that come out, um, you know, we, we did real well. Uh, like the most pins we had, I think we had three guys in the top, four, top 10 and, and with AJ being the number one guy in the whole tournament, as far as most pins in the least amount of time, um, we also had let's see, Braxton was was uh, 
number four or number five in that category with four pins and uh, within five minutes and 44 seconds or whatever. Uh, Connor Tonia picked up four pins also, but he's just a little bit slower than Braxton, but still got, uh, uh, you know, basically three guys in the top seven. So good to see that, that our guys are going after kids, getting going after the pins and getting them, getting them over quick. And, um, you know, and I know I know there's some guys that like to uh, do a little bit of cut and release, and 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 nothing wrong with that. You're trying to trying to wear a guy out, or sometimes you're trying to get a little extra work yourself. But uh, um, you know, in wrestling, anything can happen at any time, and you can get slip and get caught and pinned. And so, if you're going out and getting a pin real quick, that's I'm okay with that too. Um, as long as you're getting the pins, I'm fine. And then, uh, let's see, I think we were, uh, let's see, we had several guys tied for tech falls, but that doesn't really matter because the most tech falls anybody had was one in the whole tournament. So we had three guys get tech falls out of eight people in the whole tournament. So, you know, more more than normal. Um, let's see, individuals, let's see, most team points, um, you know, we had Kale and AJ both score the most team points, tied for first with the most team points scored throughout the whole tournament. Um, and that's probably the most, really, that's probably the most important uh, stat of all in, in a dual tournament is most team points. Uh, single match points, so like if uh, in one match, um, I guess Caden scored 24 points in one match. So, uh, uh, Caden was number one in that. He scored the most. Uh, we also had Joe Wells at number four with 17 points. Uh, Blaine, or Caden came in again again in another match, tied it for sixth with, uh, with Blaine for 15 points. So, uh, we have some guys putting up a lot of points, and that's yeah, what I like to see. And Now, uh, if you can't get the pin, you want to put a lot of points up. And so... Um, that just shows that they're attacking and constantly wrestling and looking to score. Um, you know, sometimes you just can't get get the pin, so you got to keep looking to score. Uh, also, we had Connor Rotoni at number nine with 14 points scored in the match. So, so several of our guys. I mean, who was that? One, two, three, four, f- five guys in the top ten with with uh, the scoring uh, in highest score, highest match points scored. That's uh, that's just showing our guys are going after it. Um, and, yeah, I'd like to see the pin, but if we can't get it again, you got to be scoring points. Uh, then most match points scored throughout the whole tournament, if you add up all your matches, Caden uh, came in at first there with 56. Uh, then Blaine, eight. Uh, eighth with uh, 33 points. And Hunter Anderson, 10th at, uh, with 32 points. So, um Guys are scoring a lot of points in the tournament, and uh, uh, so I like seeing that that our guys are are being aggressive and in, in, and they're not just sitting back and hanging on or just you know or, or stalling and things like that. That's that's not our philosophy. Our philosophy is is more of an attacking style, and so good to see that. Um, as far as team stats, we had uh, uh, the most pins in the tournament out of all teams. I had 31. We got 31 pins in the tournament. Um, 
let's see that most technical falls we had the most uh with three but still less than most uh nobody else had three tech falls throughout the whole tournament uh total team points um we had 282 and the next closest was blair at 246 so uh we're scoring a lot of team points and and something i want to mention too i guess um well, let me let me finish up these stats, and I'll mention it here, so I don't even forget. Uh, then, probably the last stat to look at team-wise, match points. Again, that's how many takedowns, near falls, and all that stuff they scored throughout the whole tournament. Uh, we were number one there at 322, so uh, we're going out scoring a lot of points, and and uh, so I'm glad to see that we're uh, we're attacking and looking looking to score constantly, but. Um, Something I want to mention here too about uh, uh, about the duels, uh, and uh, you know we touched on last week uh, why, why we do the chess match stuff where we move guys around, and we really didn't do that this week. It just didn't work. Even to Blair, we we looked at that and really seriously considered a few spots, but it it just didn't didn't work for us and uh, and how it ended up. So um, we didn't move anything around this week, um, but. Uh, how how big a deal that matchups are? Um, all you gotta do is look at Blair and Waverly, what their scores thirty nine thirty nine, uh, and then we beat Waverly. Uh, if I pull that back up here, fifty something, uh, not much. Uh, fifty two to eighteen, we beat Waverly. Um, you know, so you would think that there's no way that Blair would beat us. Um, and it's and again it's scouted out to them beating us and we ended up that way getting beat by three so uh it was not like we had a huge upset um you know so that shows why the matchups are so important uh you know whereas blair's even with waverly and we're just way out ahead of waverly but when we're head-to-head with each other uh we're pretty even so uh uh you know that's that's where the matchups come to be important uh and, and why we do those things and and uh, it can really affect the duel. So uh, I think that's about all I got for EMC duels. I don't know if you got anything. You I know you weren't there, but uh, anything you want to add to that or no? Nothing really. Like I said, I wasn't <clears throat> I wasn't there. I was running the JV practice, and I figured by the time I'd get down a waiver lead probably maybe be there for the last duel maybe not so uh yeah i don't have any well, i don't know if you could even get in with the yeah COVID that was the other thing is i with the number of athletes we had i was i thought about that on the drive home i was like maybe i could if i didn't take a shower at the school and just threw on stuff i was like i actually i don't think we can i could because we were limited to 20 people period and we had 20 so yeah so i mean i might have been able to sneak in but yeah, they might have. Well, I don't know. Anyhow, it doesn't matter. Probably not. <laughs> Wasn't worth the worth the try to yeah. only make it for a couple matches. So, if that, yeah. So nothing to add there. Um, I guess on Saturday we returned to Waverly with with the JV there, JVs, and same same limitations, but that didn't really affect you know who we brought for for the JV matches. Um, so I guess we dive into that. Um, 
I'll let you go ahead and start there, and I'll, yeah, I guess since I'd you're say, you're kind of the JV coach this year, so I'll let you co- the de facto take that JV one. coach this year with everything we're doing. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think overall we wrestled a lot better at, or it looked like we wrestled a lot better at at Waverly. Um, I don't, I think part of it was that we had uh, gotten that a little bit of that competition rust kicked off. I think part of it was also like you said where we were seeing more traditional JV, you know, versus, uh, you know, a class A starting JVs or first team JVs or whatever you want to. Well, if, if we put our first team JVs in, yeah, um, we got some pretty darn good JVs. We got three guys that wrestled varsity a lot. You know, right. Like the whole season, like a district, whole season and through yeah. districts that are on our JV team that a lot of class B schools and even class A schools, we would be competitive. And, uh, and we got... I'd say four or five guys easily that I shoot five or six, maybe more than that, that I would have no problem seeing them in our lineup that yep. would, that would do real well. So, um, you know, and like when you're talking about that Miller South thing, well, that's because they put their first team JV against our first team JV in second, third, or fourth. Yep. <laughs> you know, or well, if we always put our first team JV against in there, uh, you know, we would do pretty well, but, uh, um, yeah, I, I guess I was getting. At, it didn't have that odd like uh, mix mismatch. With, yeah, mismatch their first team JV against our fourth team. Right. Okay. Yeah, there that's a lot less of that. Um, so we had a a number of guys, you know, win out or go undefeated, and um, and I don't know. I think I think we it just looked like we wrestled a lot better. Uh, on Saturday overall, even technique and, and things we did. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I don't know if you want to. Yeah, I, you know, I was I was there, and I tried to make it to every JV event possible. And sometimes conflicts with practice or competition doesn't allow me to, but I was really glad I got to get out there and watch some of these guys because, you know, there's some of these guys that are our future, and, and I was overall pleased with it. Um, you know, with with the guys when they wrestled, so uh, and how they performed, and and we can talk about that specifically if you want. He let you go through this a little bit, and and I'll add my two cents in. Yeah, um, yeah, and there's a couple weights where they split up. Basically, they split them in a round robins to to try to get everybody as many matches as possible. Um, I guess going down the line, Austin. Tristan, Kale, and Jose all won the, won their tournament. Um, we had a couple matchups where we wrestled each other, but um, these guys did real well. Um, I was, like I said, I was impressed with Kale on uh, on Thursday, and and once again, you know, seeing him wrestle, he just wrestled just real solidly. You know, not didn't make a bunch of uh, of uh, mistakes that you see a lot of of young inexperienced guys do so i was pretty impressed with that um with those guys like you said i feel like austin and and tristan are those guys that um have you know could be put in depending on situations in the varsity lineup or have you know gotten close to it so um obviously they they wrestled pretty well um let's see here Connor Wood, Gavin, 
Joey, Luke Woods, and and Logan all all took second. Um, like I kind of mentioned before, I think uh, Thursday, Joey's top wrestling really there was a uh, almost like a I don't want to say a light bulb or something. He realized that it clicked, and the way he was wrestling on top and throughout the tournament, you know, setting up his his shots better and getting you know getting the takedown than than riding well on top and getting turns. I think. He wrestled real well this weekend. Um, I know he had a, a close match, like I said, on Thursday where he was getting close to his takedowns um, but ended up having to win by you know, riding the guy out. Um, this weekend he was finished getting his getting his shots, his go behinds, his you know, throw bys that slide bys, that sort of thing. And uh, and then you know keeping the pressure on top, keeping the pressure on top until guys broke down, and then worked a turn. And if they got up, you know, it was, again tons of pressure on top. And I think it's something that you know I'd like to have everybody riding like that and keeping that pressure on top. So I was pretty impressed with Joey this weekend on that. Well, we do hit pressure drill every, every day. day. So and I was just like, that is the epitome. And then when he, on Thursday when he basically rode hip pressure the whole for that 30 seconds like that's literally how the drill it should be done every day in practice i wish everybody could see this and so yeah it's good to see him doing that and and really you know taking some of the stuff we do every day and and put it you know put it to use on the mat like you're supposed to so that went well um i don't know if there's much to call out otherwise like so we had a couple matches where you know, we matched up against us, so you know we might have finished higher if we didn't have ourselves, you know, our <laughs> our teammates. But um, Carson Jones took third. Uh, Nate Hennings, Landon Holiday, and Nate Sheely all took fourth, and Estefano took sixth. So that uh, rounds out, I guess, the the places. I don't know, if, you know, how much you want to dive into those. Well, just a few <clears throat> things I noticed. Uh, I guess that kind of stood out was. Um, uh, you know, Austin Breckenridge wrestled real well. Got a couple, got a pin in a tech fall, but then he, then he wrestled Gavin, which, you know, Gavin's is one of our wrestlers too This uh, that I'm we're comfortable with. If he had wrestled some varsity matches, but uh, so we had, there we had two guys go against each other, and, and uh, I, you know, and Gavin, you know, Austin won it, but, uh, so we had number one and number two in that weight class, and then Gavin pinned all his guys. So uh, just an observation there that good to see that our guys are wrestling well. And as you said, Tristan got first place. Uh, he had a bigger bracket, uh, six guys, so he had wrestled five times and and uh, uh, did real well. Uh, he had three pins uh, uh, and a major decision, So uh, and then one decision that, but so he's scoring a lot of points and getting some pins and and uh, really good to see you that. And you mentioned Kale Kaufman looking good. Um, just about him is, you know, I saw him in seventh grade and I saw him in eighth grade and I see him now as a freshman and he's making big jumps every year. He, he never wrestled before seventh grade. So, uh, you know, by the time a spot opens up in varsity or, or he takes it, one of the two, mm -hmm. you know, I he's he's going to be pretty solid for us in varsity level uh my opinion uh when he gets there um uh, but it's good to see him he, he's got to learn too here yet and that's great to see that um uh, joey as you mentioned already 
boy, he's he's tre- improved tremendously from last year. So real happy to see that uh, and, and keep getting better. Um, also, a couple other guys of ours that wrestled each other in the same weight, uh, Jose and, and Luke, uh, Luke Woods. Uh, you know, Jose's really looking good. He, he had a couple pins, and then uh, then he had to wrestle Luke, and that was a closer match uh, uh, to win. Um, you know, Jose's just a, a freshman, and last year was his first year wrestling. He's he's really got a high ceiling, I think, and and uh, give him a couple years and uh, uh, more of experience, and and uh, I think he's going to step into a varsity lineup somewhere and, and really help us out. Um, and real excited about his potential there, because uh, Luke is a good kid, a good wrestler. I you know. Uh, Luke also pinned both of his guys and then then wrestled the uh, Jose tough and I like the things that Luke was doing out there is good solid technique when he was he was wrestling so um, happy to see him wrestling well we just like to get our guys apart so we can get a lot of firsts not a I mean we'd have more first place if we just didn't wrestle each other uh, and then kind of last one I really kind of stood out of me was Logan Vanacek he's uh, you know wrestled uh, very well and really like how he's coming along um you know he's he's still really new to the sport in my opinion uh and uh doing some good things i'm i'm really impressed with that so uh end up second place but the guy who beat him he was competitive with, with uh score got a little bit out of, out of hand at the end uh i mean not terrible but uh uh but end up losing by seven but the other kid he wrestled is a uh been wrestling for a long time and and pretty experienced so uh real happy to see logan's progress and i i think he's going to be one of those guys that uh you just see down the road and in a couple of years you maybe two three years really starting to uh, really having a big impact on our varsity team so uh those are my quick assessments of all what i saw this mm-hmm. weekend so i <clears throat> guess that that wraps up the weekend. I don't know if there's any more thoughts you have overall on on the competitions this week, and if you're ready to roll in the future. No, that's 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 a lot. It, was, it kind of got exhausting there. We yep. we haven't been together as a team since Wednesday's practice, and and uh, and actually won't even be together as a team until next Wednesday coming up, and. Uh, even then, that'll be the last time we're together as a team in practice until the following week. So, a lot of things going on, as we said, and uh, and some. We, normally, we don't have this crazy of a schedule, but again, it's to, there's some of it's COVID related, and as far as moving our schedule around, and and uh, we did move the Lincoln Southeast duel uh, to after Christmas, and that was more of a football thing that. Uh, we didn't want anything on that first week of the football or wrestling season because we uh, we feel that football is going to be successful uh, not only this year but in the future, and so uh, we're trying to avoid an early season loss when in a duel when that, those duels are very important as far as uh, getting qualifying to state duels, and we don't want to knock ourselves out of state duels because uh, you know our football team went to the state championship mat game and. And so that's why we moved that one. But uh, but uh, let's see the um, the Millard South was moved because of COVID. Uh, the Scott 
a freshman event coming up is is a new new event added because of covid and i don't know maybe they keep it in the future i don't know but they added it this year during the season they said hey we we got a few teams willing to get together you guys want to do it and you know because we we're, were concerned that freshmen aren't getting matches because they're kicking them out of jv tournaments and stuff like that and and uh, so that was kind of added there uh, and then later in the week the Skyler JV beats normally on Saturday along with the varsity meet and why we got into Sky part of the reason why we got in Skyler meet was multiple I mean first of all there's some teams we really like to see like Columbus Lakeview and and Scott's Bluff that we normally don't see um, so we're we want to see them there and it also was a, a bonus that we had the JV uh, same day same place just different building and or different gym and that's always convenient that we could just take one bus and we're all at the same place and maybe even cross over if we and watch each other sometimes. But uh, uh, unfortunately, that COVID caused them to move their JV to Friday. And so just added a bunch of things on and in, in, in gaps and where uh, we're just going week or day after day almost. And yeah, that was guy kind of got exhausting there for a while, getting home at, uh, well, getting home about, 10 o'clock get had to get ready for the next day and getting to bed about midnight and getting up at 5 a.m for the next event and that's, <laughs> that's about three days in a row so that's what it's gonna be next week for some of us so yeah i guess uh just touching that we really only have you know we have mondays uh varsity and non-freshman jv practice wednesdays everybody's practicing and and fridays just varsity practice so yeah kind of Shows that we don't have we you know, we got a lot of competitions and and mix you know mixed groups. Um, I guess yeah, touching on the the Scott uh, freshman. I call, I guess I put it Scott freshman JV because we have some freshmen in the varsity lineup that obviously we won't be sending there. Um, we got weigh-ins in the morning. I think all the guys got an email about uh, when to be there tomorrow morning, um, and then bus leaves at five thirty. And wrestling starts at seven. They're going to have two athlete or two parents or family members per athlete are allowed in there. Um, and like you said, it's a new one that just kind of came up in the last couple weeks. Um, so good opportunity. Well, it was it was earlier. It was about in December. Um, I know the school didn't have it on their website, um, but I had it on ours. Um, and I think there was a miscommunication between our athletic director and their athletic director uh, is why he didn't get on ours because I uh, found out about a week ago that our athletic director wasn't uh, didn't get contacted back. Or they Their AD didn't contact ours uh, to confirm the event was going on. And I guess there was some contact. You know, I just figured we were going to be doing it because they said right. we were doing it. And I don't know. Anyhow, whatever what happened there, I don't know, but – we're going. Yep. So all got cleared up. It, we're going and Yep. Um Tuesday we got the Syracuse duel at home. So normal six o'clock J V start. Are we is it still two family members per athlete or did that change at January fourth? Like Nope, that's still two. Um and this is actually parents night, the Syracuse mm-hmm. duel. So um Parents should have gotten some information on that, or email or whatever the uh, school sends out in regards to that. Um, so, but uh, yeah, JV will start. There won't be very many JVs, so you'll want to get there uh, early, especially if you're, you know, for the varsity part. Because uh, generally, 
Well, what we do is we will start, uh, you know, right after the uh, JV are done. Um, and uh, I know with parents night, we kind of hate to start too early. So I guess something we'll have to, uh, you know, hopefully we get all the parents there and we can get going because uh, we don't want to have three JV matches. Let's on and on. As I'm not saying that's what we have. I don't have the lineups yet to, to know for sure, but but uh, let's say you have three mat JV matches, are all pins, and you're done ten after six. You don't want to sit there for fifty minutes waiting to start again. So, uh, you know, I, I don't like to usually when they schedule seven o'clock start time for varsity because that's generally not the time it starts. It's it's usually about ten minutes after the uh, the JV are done because usually what we do is. Uh, like for us, we'll warm up our varsity with our JV, and and so when the JV go out there, and the varsity may continue to warm up a little bit past because to get a better warm up in, but uh, usually it's pretty soon. It, we're about together, and we're we're ready to wrestle when the duel is done. Um, you know, the, the JV portion is done, uh, and usually what we do when the JV are done, we'll ask the other coach when they're ready and kind of based off that decide when we're going and it's usually about 10 minutes after most coaches uh that we've talked to have done so yep. and actually lincoln east or i mean lincoln uh southeast and millard south uh even though that wasn't jv the, the varsity duels usually they do have a little bit of break in between they went right into it the next time mm -hmm. and we went in uh, when we wrestled lincoln southeast we got done and or like however long you need for Miller South to to get warmed up, and because uh, they did warm up in the other room, but they also came out and sat down. And you thought maybe they needed ten minutes to get refreshed, and so it went right into it. So um, just be there early and be ready. Come, and I prefer everybody anyhow would come at six p.m. to support the JV, um, and uh, we'll go from there. But. So hopefully you got that information from the uh, the school, and if not, probably want to get a hold of them or something. Yep, and that for those that can't make it, it'll be streaming on Bennington TV, um, on YouTube, or you can go to that the website. Thursday we go to Plattsmith to have a triangular with Logan Magnolia and Plattsmith. It used to be Logan Magnolia and Takema Herman, but. Um, I think Takema Herman didn't like the eighty-two to zero yeah, duel so last week. Last unfortunately, year. how the, the mighty have fallen kind of situation there with them. But yeah, and that's probably a good split. Um, you know, it's sad because there's tremendous history between mm -hmm. Bennington and Takema Herman. Uh, when you talk about wrestling, if 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 you look at history and it's like Oklahoma Nebraska football, you know, for for many years it. Um, you know that to uh, boy, I I got some stories that I could tell you from some of those duels, and you know they're ranked number one. One year we're both ranked number one. One they were in class B, we were class C, and probably the most famous story or in history for our 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 wrestling program came out of one of those duels, and that was it. The number one versus number one, and uh, you know I. You probably don't want to hear those now, but 
someday if you ever care. There's or book, I guess there's you get a book, the book that has that. Yeah. yeah. So buy the book. We still have books for sale. So you can you can check. Was it on the Bennington Wrestling website? Uh, or? It's on the Facebook page. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. we never gonna, update. Sorry. But. <laughs> <laughs> you can always go up to the to uh, the Anytime Fitness Gym too. I know she's got copies there. That or just ask sell. me. I got I got some. But anyhow, yeah. a lot of history. So it's real sad that. Uh, and I know that there's people in our community that are hurting real bad about that. They really want to get back, and and uh, so you never know. I you know I don't know what all went on there, but uh, maybe someday they'll be back. And and but for now, uh, since Plasma dropped out of our EMC conference, um, they uh, they joined our Triangular, so we get to see them still. Low, uh, and they're always you know. I think we know Pat Plasma's pretty well. They, uh, uh, they're usually a pretty solid team. Uh, they're they're a little bit down from what they were when they were uh, winning the state championship, dual championships. So, uh, but they're still got some good solid individuals. And being a Class B team, we want to see some of their guys before state. And uh, Logan Magnolia, traditionally they're very very tough dual team in Iowa. Uh, they make their state dual tournament almost every year and. Uh, and that's actually tougher than making it Nebraska State duels because they have more more teams in, in their class, um, and uh, not only make the state duels but they they do well there too. So, and again this year I haven't done a scouting report yet, but there I do know they have some very tough kids, and I know they're highly rated in Iowa. So uh, that'll be a good good uh, challenge for us, and and. Uh, uh, you know, they got a new coach a couple of years ago, and he's carrying on that tradition. But the one thing I always liked about dueling them was uh, I always felt they they had some of the best uh, technique and uh, and uh, out of all the teams we see. Uh, even their kids are maybe average. At least they're wrestling with good technique. They're not, you know. So it, it gave us a challenge in that area and that we had to out-wrestle them and uh, they, they seem to be always. I always thought a kind of a mirror image of us, and and so uh, you know it was. It's always a, a good, fun, tough duel. And, and last year they were undefeated when we beat them, so we made their local paper. Oh, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> I, I did because I know someone I work with uh, comes from there, and she brought the paper in to work and said, hey, "What'd you guys do to my hometown?" <laughs> well, sorry, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> too bad. Yep. So that one, uh, I'm guessing based on it saying six o'clock start on both the JV and varsity that they'll do two mats and have JVs on one and the varsity duel on the other. That's typically what these triangulars go with that when JVs are involved. Yeah, that's the early plans that I got from them. I uh, I think I got an email over the weekend. I briefly jumped on my work email this morning. This afternoon because I had to get some stuff off there, but uh, for the scut thing. But uh, and I saw an email there that uh, said the Plasma Triangular. So I haven't read it though. I didn't, didn't have time. <laughs> uh, so I'll get to that and I'll I'll try updating information through emails here because we got so many things going on and sometimes I, I know people want to know in advance and I, I we try to get the times and stuff out, but. Uh, you know, I can't put two weeks worth of stuff out there because uh, just like this, I'm I'm just getting stuff in over the weekend from Plattsmith and Skyler. And so uh, as soon as I can get that 
all put together we'll we'll send that stuff out to help help keep you informed well, as best we can especially this year where we might not be getting information until certain bits of information until even two days before with possibility of things changing and and covid restrictions depending on where you're at and and how they're doing things so yeah we're we're we almost can't put it out there any earlier than you know the week of or a few days before even so yeah we get it out as soon as we can um friday we go the jv heads out to skyler uh four o'clock start there is what it looks like yeah i believe that's still the case um so um not much not much information because again i haven't got haven't read the sheet yet yeah and i'm sure we'll be getting stuff monday tuesday from them and then saturday go back out like you said come home go to bed wake up go back out to skyler so we'll be some of us will be out there two days in a row um Nine o'clock start, so a little earlier start there. Yeah, than but you'll normal. get to sleep on the bus so on the way out though. Yeah, we'll see. Even though it'd be late. But. Yeah, but you won't be on the bus back. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, nine o'clock start with them. Um, I don't know if there's anything you want to g- touch on with that. Tournament. Well, I, I touched on it a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. This just about the teams that uh, we normally don't see. This is a new event to us because uh, when the EMC duels last year was two day event when. Uh, the number of teams EMC dropped to six. We could move that, make that a one-day event, and so that gave us one more tournament date we could use. And and I picked Skyler because I really liked uh, the opportunity to see um, there's uh, at least two teams. I think maybe even three. I know it's for sure. I know Scotts Bluff is there that we wanted to see. Uh, Columbus Lakeview. Uh, we've been in their district the last few years and. And so we want to see them, and uh, I think there's one other, but I can't remember off the top of my head who it Skyler. was. <laughs> well, Skyler, yeah, that's true. They're, uh, in fact, they're in our district this year, so that's that's important. And uh, but uh, it gives us uh, opportunities in different teams. You know, unfortunately, we do see a couple teams. We've got, there's a couple EMC teams in there too, mm-hmm. so we get to see Blair again. But maybe we can get back at them this this weekend. We'll see them three out of four weeks. So, yeah. Um, all right. I guess uh, anything else for the upcoming week to, to touch on? Uh, no, that's about it. I guess the only other thing I've, you know, I had added a couple other notes here before we wrap it up. Um, I just wanted to remind everybody that all of our home duels, I think we're done with tournaments, but our home duels were still streaming on Bennington TV. So you can still watch the matches, even if you can't make it out there. Um, and, uh, especially with the, you know, craziness of so many events going on, uh, we're trying to get the information for streams for the away events. And, um, just if you, if you check Bennington TV, uh, Bennington.tv will have the links to the away streams there on there too, as soon as we get them. So try to put them on there. So there's just one place everybody has to go look and you don't have to be, you know, dig through Twitter to find if there was something tweeted out here, there or wherever to get the, the links. Uh, we'll put it up on Bennington.tv. So they're easier to find. Um, I guess one other thing I had a note for is, uh, while there's no competition for our high schoolers on, on Wednesday, uh, we'll have three Bennington alum, helping out at one of the biggest matches of the year, 
Wednesday night uh, with uh, Jordan Burroughs and the David Taylor match. So got a couple people helping out with that. So uh, if you've got a Flow Wrestling subscription, you can watch that on, on Wednesday night. Um, I think it starts at 7 o'clock. So plenty of time for the guys after practice to get home, shower, and, and watch that. Watch some really good wrestling. Like I said, probably one of the biggest matches of the year, depending, you know, if you are at least in the past year, since there's no Olympics or world teams or anything like that. So definitely the biggest in the Bennington year. making an impact on the, on the world or even, yep. Now you guys better not mess it up though. <laughs> well, we'll tell that to, to Josh and Jason there. Okay. They better not, uh, they better get that mat cleaned up well. And I better not screw up some scoring. <laughs> so, yep. That's, I guess that's all I've got. I don't know if you got anything else to, before nope. we wrap it up, gave a lot of uh, useless information and some good information. Yep. <laughs> I guess uh, tune in next week. We'll obviously recap. Um, well, I've got some miss. I got my uh, tune in next week list backwards. We'll recap uh, Scott Freshman JV, the Syracuse duel, Logan Magnolia, Platt Smith, and and Skyler. Um, and then we've got. Let's see here. I thought I had this written down. I must have deleted. Oh, Elkhorn JV invite. And then we'll preview the Burke duel. And we are going to Lexington. Yeah. And that, uh, we'll get you some information on that soon as I know more. That's in the works right now. And I'd say at least 95% or, or more positive will be going to Lexington. It, although it will not be an overnight stay. Uh, so, just for information, at least for us, parents, if they want to drive out there, they can. It's going to be a later start in the day, and they're going with less teams. Uh, they they kicked out a few teams, uh, but they kept a lot of the better teams. So I think they're, if I remember right, the discussions were, I think it had eight teams there. Uh, so they'll go over, it'll get done faster. Uh, and one problem one negative thing about it is the, they lose a JV portion of that tournament. So no JVs out there. But uh, it'll be pretty exciting because I know that Garing is on that list. They're number one right now in B. Uh, you got Hastings, last year's state champs. Um, you know, us and the North Platte, who's very solid. I guess I'm giving the preview a week early. But anyhow, uh, look for more information as it comes up. If You know, so... Um, that's kind of exciting that we're able to keep that but it's going to be a very early morning for us to take off yep so I guess yeah you'll definitely want to tune in next week so until then see ya